0: And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast.
1: Tonight, my song will be Sing Them Over Again to Me. Sing them over again to me. Wonderful words of life. Let me more of a beauty see. Wonderful words of life. Words of life and beauty. Teach me faith and beauty. Beautiful words. Wonderful words. Wonderful words of life. Beautiful words. Wonderful words wonderful words of life. <clears throat> Sorry. Christ the Blessed One gives to all, wonderful words of life. Sinner to the loving call, wonderful words of life. also freely given, wooing us to heaven. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Beautiful words, wonderful words, wonderful words of life. Sweetly echo the gospel call, wonderful words of life. All for pardon and peace to all wonderful words of life jesus only savior sanctified forever beautiful words wonderful words wonderful words of life beautiful words wonderful words wonderful words of life amen 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 beautiful words wonderful words of life thank you mm-hmm. Sister much for that special song we praise God tonight for that beautiful song and we give him praise mm-hmm. give him praise at this time I'm going to remind everyone to mute your phones mute your phones everyone because we are getting ready for the word we are getting ready for the word and we know that the lord has a word for us tonight so brother patrick happy sabbath and welcome welcome brother patrick to the button to christ prayer line praise the lord
2: amen praise the lord thank you sister lisa happy sabbath to everyone God is truly an amazing God. Just listening to the testimonies, especially Sister Candy, I did not know that that's what happened to her while she had a brain surgery. So, you know, the Lord is merciful and He's keeping her, and we're so grateful that the Lord intervenes. And when you get hit in the head, it's a uh, it's a different thing. It's a different thing. And I know I share my experience that I I fell from a moving vehicle when I was about five years old. And I was unconscious for um I'll say a good three, four hours. Unconscious. The devil wants to take me out. But the thing is that I've never had any severe headache. You know, the Lord is good and he kept me. The devil devil wants you out, but the Lord rescues you. Praise the Lord. Also, um, the the pagelet print, I heard my dear sister spoke to Sir Kate about the pagelet print. And we have been speaking about a lot of different accursed things. And I I received a mail, actually, where somebody asked me if I could name the name brand. And, you know, we did that before already in a presentation where we spoke of the different name brand that is linked to the occult. But the paisley print, if you track it, it originally comes out of um, India and it makes its way into uh, the Middle East. And it travels around and it's it denotes worship. It's connected to worship. So... They 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 regard it really highly, and that's why there's so many materials that is printed with the page to print. And I think every home, actually every home, you could say, almost eighty to ninety percent of different homes have page to print and something. And your your dress, your shirt, your ties, you're somewhere somehow. But it comes down to between you and God and what you want, you know, but the Lord has showed us, and once it's in your presence, it can be a blockage. So it's up to the individual what to do, and even though we talk about accursed things, you have to understand it to the fullness, and you have to go to the Lord. You know, I was speaking with somebody, and they were saying that sometimes they go into an Indian store to buy things, and when they go, they smell they're burning incense. And so I asked, I said, did you still buy the things? And they said, yes. And the thing is, we have to be vigilant. We go places, we see the accursed things, we see the incense being burned in many food stores and grocery stores that they are burning, incense to to bring them good luck and to bring in more customers and it's not linked to what we believe you know what i mean it's not linked to our belief system so we know that it's not according to the will of god so we have to shun these things and and if we compromise these things then you know it's going to be a hard road for a lot of us with you know, with obstruction and, and and all different type of suppression and oppression by the evil one. So we have to be vigilant and we have to do according to the will of God and allow Christ to reign supremely in our lives and stop, you know, from compromising the will and the work of God. And I think we have done several sermons on Joshua chapter 7 We have spoken about the accursed things. We have given many examples, but it's up to the individual. It does not make sense to take out all these things and say it's a curse, but you don't really believe. You know what I mean? If you don't truly believe, then it's tough. So let us do what is right and allow the Spirit of the Lord to lead us. Praise God. Another time I will take some questions concerning, but we're a little bit, running behind time the word is going to be presented by pastor saw a man of god who is always coming with the word with the hammer so you know without further ado we just want to welcome pastor saw as he's going to bring a word the lord has given him a word for us tonight and let us gear up and fasten our seatbelts as the lord speaks to our hearts let us pray before he comes. Father in heaven, we're so grateful and thankful for the Sabbath hour that you kept us. You took us from the mired clay. You took us from a week of labor. Father, if it wasn't for the Sabbath, we'd have continued work 24 hours and worked our debt. Because, Lord, that's how it is that we, sometimes we put work before you and we just can't stop. Lord, I know, Lord, you are merciful and you gave us a Sabbath so we can rest. So I pray, oh God, that we will enjoy your peace. May you cover your servant as he comes with the word. May him be hidden and Christ be seen alone. So, Lord, we thank you, we worship you, we exalt you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray these things. Amen and amen. Pastor Saul, welcome. Happy Sabbath in Jesus' name.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Elder Patrick. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Thank you for the powerful prayer. And I want to say a good evening and happy Sabbath to each of you in the name of Jesus. Safely through another week, God has brought us on our way on this 18th day of December we are on the countdown uh of this year the countdown of this year 2020 and countdown to a new year and i'm sure that we all some of us here many of us cannot wait for this year to be over and we hope that next year will be a better year but i will say this though that each year, as this year passes by, as this year fades into history, we are one year closer to the coming of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen? So that's the exciting news. That's that's the good news about the new year, that we're one year closer to the coming of Jesus. That second Advent is soon to come, and I'm I'm looking at all that is taking place, and there's so much to be said. But the most important thing is for us to understand the times in which we're living in, to know that God is still in control, that He writes the final headline, that everything must go not according to the plan of men and women or humanity, but according to the Word of God and the plans and counsel of the Almighty. So we must never forget that. Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And so in the midst of COVID-19, where there seems to be this uh, ongoing uh, lockdown and fear and this vaccination that's on the horizon and many people are concerned about it, uh, once we stay close to the Lord, once we hear a word from the Lord, he will protect us he will preserve us he will tell us and show us what we ought to do so let us uh hold fast the profession of our faith that is that is the word uh for this evening i, I want to i want to encourage you to hold fast and i want to turn your attention to uh to revelation I want you to turn with me to uh revelation And I'm going to get the word here, Revelation uh, chapter 3. I want you to turn with me to, sorry, Um, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, and then we'll go to Revelation after. We're going to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 to 29. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 23 to 29 powerful passage of scripture. I'd like to actually um, start from verse uh, 19, and and we will read it through. I want you to just let the Word of God uh, move on your heart, and may you hear God's voice speaking to you, and may God's Word bless you this evening. And then um i'm going to circle back uh in to verse chapter 9 so let's go to hebrews chapter 10 and we'll read from verse 19 if you have your bibles please turn them there with me and may you receive the word of the lord this evening in the name of jesus and the record says therefore brethren having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of jesus by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us. Oh, well, yes, somebody ought to say amen here. Uh, let me read that again. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, verse 20, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is in his flesh, and having high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Verse 23, here's the punchline. Let us hold fast the confession and even the profession of our faith without wavering for he who promised is faithful. Ah, did you hear that? Okay, okay. you, you gotta let that one sink in. Let, let somebody be encouraged today in the word of the Lord. Let somebody be strengthened in the word today. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith, or in, in the New King of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. I'm going to read that now in the, In the, uh, of course, you can read that in the King James Version. I'm just going to pull it up here in a moment, and I'm going to read it. I love to read these passages through these versions, especially I like the King James, as I grew up with the King James, and I also like to share with you from the uh, Amplified Version. So we have it here again. I'm going to read this one here. In the in the King James and it says uh, let us uh, verse verse 23 it says let us con- sorry let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised." And I'm going to read that now in the amplified version the amplified says this verse 23 it says let us seize and hold tightly the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is reliable and trustworthy and faithful to his word. And we continue to read uh, in the same chapter, uh, 24 and onward to, I would say, I'll go to verse, I'll keep reading down to verse 25. And the Word of God says here, Let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Now, I know COVID-19 has really uh, kiboshed this text here. It has really uh, dampened that text, and, and so we can't even fulfill that part, so to speak. But we are still gathering together over the prayer line uh, through technology and through uh, the communication line, though it says not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. So much the more, as you see the day approaching. So let me ask you a question, my fellow brothers and sisters: What is that day that is approaching? Somebody knows what I'm talking about this evening. There is that day, that day, the coming day. Of our lord and savior jesus christ it is fast approaching when i think about what's happening in the world today with the varying reports that are coming in with uh, the vaccine that now is on the horizon where some are being vaccinated and of course uh, those who are on front line those who are elderly then of course they're saying that if we may not be vaccinated that we may not be able to travel, and certain restrictions might take place, and that we would need to have a COVID-19 uh, vaccine for certificate. Now, let me share this with you, that once we are covered under the blood of Jesus, first and foremost, He will protect us. Do we have to be prayerful about it? Yes. Will some take it and be protected? Yes. Will everyone have to take it? Not necessarily. And I'm not here to talk about that so much, but I'm just bringing a little context to let you know that we need to hold fast the profession of our faith and our hope in God without wavering, without doubting, without compromising, without conceding or making concessions. It means that we need to stand in our faith. Do we have to be wise? Yes. Do we have to be discerning? Yes. Do we have to be prayerful? Yes. God wants us to seek His Word and seek His counsel and understand His will. But know this, that the key text here is, let us hold fast the confession or the profession of our faith without wavering. This is very important. Now let's continue to read on in in the verses ahead. I'd like to read, uh, continue on. It says here, In verse, I'm just going to read um, verse 26 and onward. And it says, it says here in the King James, for if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. And then it says in verse 26, 28. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Verse 29, Of how much sore punishment suppose he, shall he be thought, worthy who hath trodden under the foot the Son of God and hath counted the blood of the covenant, wherewith he has, was sanctified and an holy thing and hath done despite unto the Spirit of grace. Verse 30 says, For we know him that hath said, Vengeance belongs to me, I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Let me pause there for a moment. You know, a lot of people think in this world that they can do what they wish, that they can plan the life of people and of humanity and the population of this world. Uh, there are those who are opposing the Word of God. There are those who are flagrantly disobeying, who are in opposition, who deny God, who do not honor God, who have no fear of the living. I what we mean by fear is not afraid but reverence and respect and awe and obedience to God. This is what it's talking about and and when 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 the apostle Paul here now talks about is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Those who continue to take advantage, those who continue to oppress, those who continue to trample upon the law of God, and and make hard not only uh, for the whole world and for all of God's children, for but for especially those who have been called out of. Uh, darkness into his marvelous life the children of God God is taking a note God is taking a record God is God knows when is the right time that he is going to intervene I want to encourage somebody here today some people I was talking to somebody uh, earlier today and they were a little bit concerned and somewhat fearful about what's happening and what's Coming down the pipe and what's about to happen and I said this to them I said you know as as the saying goes uh, man or human beings proposes but God disposes and God deposes see there are people who want to elevate themselves and elevate their plan for what they think is going to be uh, the great global reset and the great uh, new world order and and how they want this world to be in this perfect utopia but but no one on this planet on the face of this earth can ever accomplish that because those plans belong to god alone only god will usher in the reign of peace because he is the prince of peace and and of course as i said before they have this desire for this global reset and a new world order. Well, yes, they, for every counterfeit, there is a genuine, there is a genuine global reset coming. And that's when Jesus returns the second time, when he will bring in a new world order, the reign of grace and peace. And then, of course, ultimately, when John says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth descending from heaven. And so we find it in Revelation chapter 21. So that day is coming. And let me tell you something, brothers and sisters, whatever whatever is planned, it can never be fully fulfilled. Why? Because God's Word will always triumph. God's Word will always override and overhaul and overrule all the plans and plots of the enemy. You've got to understand something. When, when the enemy plans something, of course, we know that what the enemy meant for evil, God always means it for God. God can turn it around. God has turned it around. God will turn it around. You need to understand something that the prophetic word must be fulfilled. Why? Because the Bible says in Peter, for we have this more sure word of prophecy. Let me remind somebody here today that although there are news headlines that are Printed on the newspaper that are on prime time, that are on CTV and CBS and ABC and CNN and Fox News and 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 Russia Today and Al Jazeera. Let me tell you something: that God's uh, heavenly network, uh, his headlines, will triumph over all earthly headlines because he has the final word. Can I get a witness? in God's house this evening on this prayer line. Yes, I want to remind somebody here today that God is still right on schedule. God is right on schedule. And whatever we might be going through, I want to remind us that God will take care of us. I was reading also in my devotion, let me quickly turn them there, turn you turn you there for a quick reference and then we'll come back to this final verse in Hebrews uh, I'll share with you. I just want to take you to Job chapter 5. Job chapter 5. I just I just stopped by the prayer line this evening to encourage somebody, just to remind somebody to look up a little higher, to turn your eyes upon Jesus this evening, to lift up your eyes unto the hills from whence cometh your help. Our help cometh from the Lord which made heaven and earth. Let me take you to one who understands what it means to Go through privations and to go through uh, enduring sufferings. Uh, someone who thought that God had abandoned him, but God never left him. Yet he was not in despair, and he never uh, charged God foolishly or falsely. You know who I'm talking about—the one who says this in the Word in Job chapter one. You know it where I'm going. Uh, he says this: uh, "Naked I came from my mother's womb." Chapter one, verse twenty-one and naked shall I return there. The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be, blessed. I said, blessed be the name of the Lord. And in chapter 5, he says something powerful. He says this. Behold, in chapter 5 of Job, verse 17 through uh, 19. I just want to leave this with you. Job chapter 5. He understands what suffering is. He understands what it means to experience great loss and and catastrophes and disaster he lost his family he lost his finances Uh, he lost his friends but he never lost his faith and his hold on God can I talk to somebody here today brothers and sisters no matter what you're going through you might experience some losses in your life but don't lose faith Don't lose your grip on God because God is holding on to you. Just like the text says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, let us hold fast the profession of our hope or our faith in God. Hold on. Hold on, brother and sister. Hold on. Luke chapter 5, verse 17 through 19, it says, Behold, happy is the man. And man is used in a generic sense. uh, A man or woman whom God Therefore, do not despise the chastening of the Almighty. In this uh, Hebrew word, it says, El Shaddai, the, the Almighty, El Shaddai. And it says, for he bruises, but he binds up. He wounds, but his hands may call. And watch verse 19, it says, he shall deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven, no evil shall touch you. Somebody ought to say, man, okay, no, no hold on. Let me break this down a little bit here. This is, this is wonderful. You need to understand that whatever we're going through, we are under the covering of El Shaddai. You no, know, you know, you're not hearing what I'm saying. Whatever troubles you're going through, whatever trials and tests, You're going through whatever hardships and perplexities uh, that you're going through. You're under, you and I are under the shadow of the almighty wings of El Shaddai. And then what's beautiful about it is that, that not only when he allows the bruising to take place, he then also binds us up. So he does not leave us bruised, but he binds us up. When he allows the wounds to take place in our lives, his hands also heals and makes us whole. Somebody ought to say, "Man, That's the God I know. That's the God I serve. That's the God I believe in. And then it says this, he shall deliver you, deliver you in six troubles. Now, now, now this is a, a figurative uh, term or number or quantity. Now, six represents uh, humanity oftentimes translated into the number of men or humanity. So six means there are going to be some some trials and tests as a Christian, as a believer. Make no mistake, it is not a punishment of God when we are going through affliction. Now, obviously, there is a text that says, whatsoever a man or woman sows, that shall he also reap. Now, that's the consequences, of course, of sin and disobedience. But but God is not there to dole out punishment every minute. God is not there to 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 be a, a tyrant when we do something wrong. God does not then apply the, the, the measuring stick or pull out the punishment or penalize us. That's not the God we serve. That's not the character of God. But I want someone to understand that that in this world the Bible says Jesus says in John sixteen, in this world you shall have tribulations, but 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 be of good cheer i have overcome the world so going back to this text there it says that there's going to be some trouble, about six times the number of humanity. But I want to let somebody know that the seventh time, now understand the seventh time is, this number seven is God's perfect number. It's called God's perfect timing. Let me tell somebody here today, whatever you're going through, when the seventh time comes, let me tell you, no evil shall touch you in God's perfect timing, in God's perfect touch, in God's perfect number, in God's perfect will for your life. No evil will be able to touch you because the hand of El Shaddai covers you. Somebody ought to say amen. That's the word of the Lord this evening. That's the word of the Lord this evening. And then I want to leave you with this one because I just want to whet your appetite this evening and encourage somebody here today. I leave you with Hebrews chapter 9, Hebrews chapter 9, Hebrews chapter 9, we're going back to the word in Hebrews now, Hebrews chapter 9, and I'm just going to leave this with you, and may you be encouraged, may you be encouraged, Hebrews chapter 9, and uh, we're going to look at the last few verses really quickly, and then we will bring our devotional thought to a close, here it is, Hebrews chapter 9, are you ready? I'm reading it for you. Uh, Hebrews chapter 9, and it says this in verse 26, and 29, 28, and it says this, Then must he, Jesus, often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, so Christ was offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. I'm looking forward to that day, brothers and sisters. Hold fast the profession and the confession of your hope and of your faith in God, for he shall appear the second time without sin unto salvation. And even the following chapter, chapter 10, verses uh, verses 27 and onward, the Bible says, verse 37 of of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 37, the Apostle Paul says, he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Hold on a little longer. His coming is even at the doors. Hold on a little longer and be faithful. Pray on because soon and very soon we will hear the trumpet sound because we can hear the approaching footsteps of our coming God. Hold fast. Hold fast, my brothers and sisters. Hold fast. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thanks for listening to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at bunttochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.